I'm Kate Daniels. Dr. Greg Jantz is a psychologist and the author of a new book, Triumph Over Trauma. He's the founder of the center, A Place of Hope, an award-winning inpatient and outpatient facility that treats addictions and mental health disorders in Edmonds. Trauma is our main focus as we know it's so prevalent in our world today on a spectrum of levels. We might not even realize we're dealing with trauma, but chances are we might well be if we have something like a sleep issue. But let's hear that all directly from the doctor himself and meet Dr. Jantz. Dr. Greg Jantz, good morning. Thank you so greatly for taking time to be with us today. Oh, it's so good to be with you, and we have really an important topic. You know, it's I'm heartbroken, though, that this important topic is something that is so critically important to be discussed, to be talking about trauma, because it's just so prevalent in our world today. You know, one of the things that we keep seeing, and this is my 39th year here at the Center, A Place of Hope, we're seeing more and more individuals seeking help And the word they're using is trauma, or I've been traumatized. And, uh, you know, the last three years, uh, there's this uh, chronic stress that's been present. And particularly if a person's already struggled with some anxiety or some depression, they're at a place where they do feel a sense of, in some ways, re-victimization, re-traumatized. And so this is such an important topic In fact, in the middle of the pandemic, I'm writing a book uh, on trauma because I'm believing that there's going to be a great need to address this topic. So you had some sort of intuition or inspiration that, uh, or, or maybe it's your years of awareness and working with people that you knew what was going on was going to have such a deep impact. I believe uh, as we look at what's happened, and uh, there's something that emerged that I'm, I'm calling anticipatory anxiety. Anticipatory anxiety is I'm always expecting the next bad thing to happen. And we're seeing so much anxiety, and people are doom-scrolling on, on their devices because of the next bad thing that that people believe are going to, it's going to happen each day. If you look in the news, there always is. Every day, it's, it's more of the negative. And so people are living in a state of chronic stress. And with that, uh, there's this buildup that really equates to be traumatic. So is one solution, and here I am working in the media, but is one solution to avoid at least some of the media Well, I think we have to be careful about the steady diet of the media and and what we're making our point of focus. Do we all want to know what's going on? Absolutely. Uh, One of the things that's happening, there's so much distrust. People don't know what's true, what's not true. Mm. And so we have, when we have a lot of anxiety, then there's a lot of distrust. See, we increase the anxiety. And one of the other increases we've seen is a great increase in addiction and addiction rates. Alcohol addiction, uh, alcohol consumption has gone way up. Cannabis is way up. So people are looking for a way to cope with this. Uh, Oh, my goodness. So that's the coping mechanism, which is only another downward spiral. 
Yes. Right. And we add additional uh, really self-destructive behaviors. So we know just easily looking around us wherever we are that, that there's so much evidence of this. What we want to do is to see how to alleviate part of it. Well, we mentioned of being selective in what we uh, uh, access in, in terms of media, what we read, what we see, what we listen to is important. Uh, but coping mechanisms, you know, I, I, I don't want to, th- I, I feel I cope well, at least most of the time, and but I don't want to say, well, because I can, others should. So I, maybe I'm just blessed uh, to be able to maneuver through this, but how do we help people to, to really be able to, to live well and peacefully most of the time? Yeah. Well, I, I mentioned this idea of point of focus. It's really easy to focus on all uh, the, the negativity. And so we need to resource um, and look at what am I going to do in my life to be a positive, uh, make a positive contribution? People are in great need. Our country's in a mental health crisis. To have a sensitivity uh, to others, the needs of others, and, um, you know, even being alert, how are we treating people? Uh, kindness is, is really uh, pretty important in what can happen when we treat people with uh, respect. And there's just a, a diminished uh, amount of that going on. So I'm saying, you know, there are some things to really be grateful for, and where we're putting our point of focus is important. And I'm going to add self-care. Uh, this is a time where self-care has diminished. Self-care is uh, everything from how we take care of our sleep, how we movement and exercise and nutrition. Uh, during the heat of the pandemic, uh, what we noticed is alcohol consumption went way up, and unfortunately it stayed up. And uh, people, as far as uh, exercise or taking good care of themselves, really that kind of slid away and and uh, sleep. You know, Now, we are seeing so many sleep issues and sleep disorders and insomnia. I mean, to get into a sleep clinic... There's a waiting list. Sleep disorders, again, there's a lot of uh, individuals really struggling with sleep. So we've got to come back and do some of the basics. So we need to do the basics, and yet here's where we have another issue, a crisis really, in, uh, well, you mentioned the mental health, having sufficient mental health care providers and places of care, but just, you know, the sleep clinics, having enough of the medical professionals, nursing staff, uh, physician's assistants, the doctors themselves, that if we wanted to, to really focus on could feel traumatic. Yes. Um, and people are, I'm going to use the word hypervigilant, hyper, there's a hypersensitivity. If you've had uh, trauma or abuse in your life, and, and I'll use the word post-traumatic stress disorder, if you've had that in the, the last three years or so, um, it probably has increased your symptoms. So we're seeing if you've already struggled with anxiety, there's already some post-traumatic stress, and what we've been walking through, for most, 
it's really amplified their symptoms. Right. So that is an important point of awareness, that if this already was part of a person's life, and goodness, uh, you know, we think of our vets, uh, persons who have served in the military, the, the level of PTSD with them returning from points yeah. of conflict, you know, that already is a huge part of our po- population uh, that demands, r- requires lots of attention. But we might be related to someone uh, directly with that. And I think there's maybe some, uh, is it, I don't know if it's right to say it's spillover, but there's there could be just, you know, the uh, connection with this person. We can feel the trauma for them too. Well, that's so true. Uh, Well said. And this is where I'm going to use the word grace. Mm. This is a time where we probably do need to offer grace to ourselves and to others that we're what we've walked through an intense time and things are, it's still intense. So as we look at this, um, it's really easy to be uh, hypersensitive. It's really easy to be impulsive with our emotions and just to be aware of that. So that's point of focus is is a real important thing to consider. And, and then just to really have, really be paying attention then to ourselves, which I think means slowing down. Yeah, slowing down, pause, taking better care of, our, of ourselves, uh, really understanding uh, the importance of a good sleep hygiene. Now, I don't mean this to sound easy. If you've had a rough time, you may really be struggling with sleep and with uh, sleep issues. And uh, maybe there's a secret addiction that's crept in. And so that's made everything very challenging and very difficult. Oh, and there are just so many different categories that are so critical in addressing. But I, I, I think about with what you're saying, if there's a sleep issue, it might uh, make a person uh, look at, say, alcohol or, or cannabis. Oh, this is going to help me sleep. But then yeah. it, it's not going to really be a good long-term solution. Maybe is it even a good thing to really think of for short term? You know, one of the things that we need to be aware of is it's so easy to slide into these self, I, I call them self-destructive patterns, so easy. Um, and then it gets uh, hard to get out of them. If I've, I said, well, I'm just going to, you know, uh, use cannabis or uh, alcohol, and then reversing that at times can be so difficult. An addiction gets a stronghold in us, and we just continue to engage in that behavior. So in in terms of that, uh, if a person is open to to having guidance out of it, uh, is this something that uh, can even be done virtually? Because I think 
that is what I think it's a, a benefit that came from the pandemic that is, is that we've been able to do a lot more virtual calls or connections because of sometimes the, the hurdles of getting driving to an appointment or being able uh, to to get to a place because of distances. So is is a person able to really get benefit from that? Um. Yes, and I'm glad we have a virtual option. Uh, I do want to uh, clarify there are times where we need to do more intensive help. Uh, there's times where we need to um, look at um, kind of getting out of our environment. Uh, you know, this is what we're seeing. Uh, individuals need help medically what's going on. They need help with um, even rebuilding nutritionally. And honestly, it's it's the work we do here at the center. But one of the things that there's reaches a a place where I'm no longer able to help myself, and I need something more intensively, and that's important. Uh, virtual for many, absolutely. So, but we just need to remember sometimes this really uh, is 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 a deep place of despair where we need more intensive help. Uh, and I think just the word despair makes it feel so heavy that at that point, definitely having uh, face-to-face uh, connection, in-person connection, yeah, feels like yeah. it's absolutely important, necessary. That's right. Right? That's right. Yep. So at a place of hope, which is located right here in our area, are you able to to take in many people in person? So that's what we do. We're just in person. And, uh, boy, this is uh, our 39th year, so we've been doing this for a while. And uh, we actually, so we we do psychiatric care. We do um, uh, medical care. So we have medical team, even naturopathic care, dietitians mental health counselors, substance use counselors, uh, fitness. So we put it all together and actually build a team. So we're building a team for uh, each client. So it's intensively about six hours a day, six days a week. And over a course, four weeks, six weeks. And this is when we really need to intervene and work with the whole person. That. That actually, while it's intensive, sounds perfect. Yes, yes, yeah. Because it feels so, well, holistic because of addressing all parts of a person, not just, uh, you know, an hour's visit here and we're dealing with, um, uh, say, some depression issue. Oh, oh. Not mm-hmm. flipping that off, but just saying that we're just focusing on one little slice of the whole being. So yes. this is yes. this feels really good. So, well, there's times where, you know, you need to see a person uh, in person and uh, have that experience. And so that's, that's what we do. Well, let's mention the website because that will give people who are uncertain about where they're at or what they need. They can at least get some information at the website. You know what? Yes. 
one of the great things is uh, there's a depression and a anxiety uh, test that's totally confidential, but we give you some uh, downloads, even a, a opportunity to get a, a download uh, of a book on anxiety. Our goal is to give you as much uh, resource as we can. And so that can happen at the website. Is that right? Absolutely. Aplaceofhope.com. Great. Okay. So so there's a resource to at least get some insights. Um, and hopefully, you know, we, we are at a place that we can avail ourselves at it of this. Uh, if it's much deeper than that, when... Uh, in, we're really looking at being in a very deep, dark place, um, really calling, you know, being able to reach out that way, even if it's not to a health professional, to a friend, uh, that has to be important. So we just don't let ourselves kind of drown where we are. That's right. That's right. And, and you know, here's what we hear. Um, I wish I would have gotten help sooner. I wish I didn't wait so long. Sometimes we postpone and and we wait for that crisis. And mm. I'm just saying we don't have to wait for that intense crisis uh, in order to get help. Yes, because it's certainly easier to mend something in an early stage and maybe, you know, like fix the wicket on a fence rather than wait till it all falls down and you have to start from scratch. That's right. right. That's right. So, so not discount what our feelings are. To really pay attention and, and to respect them. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, there's, you know, gather more information. Take the depression. Take the anxiety uh, test, and just see and make today a decision today. Go. I'm going to do something. I, I, I'm going to begin to gather more information, but I'm going to do something in order to create change in my life. So we've touched on a, a few of these items, but there is a, a you have a list of seven signs of unaddressed trauma. And so this is helpful because we may just be kind of, oh, just pulling ourselves along, dragging our feet a bit, but yeah, not addressing it in the earlier stages, but so we talked about addictive behaviors and depression and and uh, insomnia or having sleep issues, but um, anxiety and panic attacks are part of it. And anxiety, that free floating sense, that sense of pending doom, um, is a part of that. There can be panic attacks that just take take over and. And the fear, the fear is so strong with a panic attack. There's social anxiety uh, that can keep you from doing things uh, as well. So for an individual f- that is feeling this, um, certainly, it, as you say, go to the website and, and we can download a book yeah. and we can, uh, it, there is the um, having a, taking a quiz so there is a a degree of this that we could maybe do some self care self help and and those are the first steps we need to take mm. um and and 
you know, get a sense of a, a score and get a sense of, and you know, sometimes we, we kind of want to deny how how bad it is. Times we want to just go, oh, it's I'm okay, I'm okay, but really in reality, um, I'm not. And and so if I gather more information, I take a a test, uh, I begin to see what my score is. It's a chance for me to to get some good honest feedback on all the symptoms I could be experiencing and puts me in an informed place that says, okay, I probably need to get some help. And there is absolutely no shame. There's nothing negative at all. In fact, it's very positive to to reach out and seek help. That's right. That's right. And, and, you know, usually people regret, that, again, that they waited so long or they regret, um, you know, not getting help um, soon enough. So live, live without that regret. And, and I come to the back to thinking about how we ha- we do have a, a crisis in terms of having sufficient medical help available or maybe long wait times how do we how do we deal with that how do we help people manage that yeah i think that's where we need to um really be willing to look in the mirror have a conversation with yourself and go okay i'm i'm doing a, a checkup from the neck up and and be honest go okay if i don't do anything yeah, what are things going to be like in the next six months, in the next year? What What's likely to be the course? Yes. And I'm a, I'm very big on, on reading and a, a lot of self-help uh, for myself that way. Started at a young age for whatever reason. And 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 it's and I feel it's work for me. Not that I don't, you know, s- seek professional help as well. But but I th- I think we can we can, in, in say to fill in a gap if we can't see someone, being able to read something inspirational, uplifting, or directed at uh, some greater self awareness. That would you. Uh, agree that that can help us, will help us? Oh, yes. And I'm so glad you said that. Absolutely. And and increasing our self-awareness is also increasing uh, the truth that we're telling ourselves. So, And the good news is there really is help available. Um, sometimes you have to wait a bit, but um, it's worth it. If I'm on a waiting list, uh, it's okay. I'm going to do it. Uh, because to get that help, uh, otherwise, if I don't, I'm going to have great regret. And hope comes when there's a plan. And I am, uh, and that's important to remember, we want to create a plan that gives us hope. I would imagine that's how a place of hope might have... (laughs) That's our desire, (laughs) yes. Right. And, and I I love the word hope. I, I it just inspires me, and it helps me to to think much more confidently ab- about the future. When we have hope, we just have to find what that is in each of our lives, right? 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And and being aware that trauma uh, it can can seem like it's lasting forever, but there is an end to it. Yes, there is. And so, hang on, it's worth it. And I know there's times things can feel so overwhelming. Hang on, make some decisions, uh, get, get the help. Um, you won't regret that. Right. Get the free downloads, get, but do something today. And and so here's a simple way. It's it's what it costs you, if we want to look at cost, is the time that it takes. But anything we do is it it needs an investment of time. Here we could get the information and the support uh, with downloading the information. And again, that website, uh, Doctor Jans, a place a place of hope dot com. Good good free resources there, and very, very extensive articles and blogs uh, to just give you more information. You know, uh, for me, one of the things I will do if I'm feeling under a certain stress, or it's it's simply seeing someone who looks like they might be going through stress. So walking downtown Seattle and you can hear or see someone walking down the middle of a street and screaming at someone who's not there. And it's just yeah. heartbreaking and gut-wrenching. But I, I say a prayer. I, I think of, you know, goodness yes. surrounding this person. And I think, in and I hope, in some way, because it, it it all is energy, it all comes from God. I I hope that in some small way, that's making a dent. I it it, right. it feels like it's helping me. <laughs> it's one person at a time, one person at a time. That's how we create the change. And and so maybe that's it for any of us. You know, if we are able to just say whatever words they are that is a prayer reaching out asking for that kind of a intervention that's right that's right right yes well we just need to have that hope we need to be thinking about what it is we can do moment by moment it doesn't have to be uh, you know graduation day just get through this through this next hour, potentially, mm. right? Yes, exactly, exactly. And, you know, it's part of a, kind of moving out of some denial and a willingness to talk with somebody, a willingness to uh, tell the truth. And, you know, sometimes we have to, I know it sounds, you have to have the, if you're seeking help, um, where you really make a decision, I am going to trust the process. And yes, I'm going to trust the process. Just be open to to doing that, taking that step, um, and and reaching out. Not feeling that we there must be someone in our life that we can reach out to that will be there to uh, to help us, to walk with us, to hold our hand, yes. if you will. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But look to the ones who will definitely be positively supportive 
encouraging us in a a good direction, keeping that good focus. And yes, there you go. Well said. Right. That knowing what that point of focus needs to be and and maintaining the positive one. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yes. That's right. Well, Doctor Jance, I do appreciate all the work. Thirty nine years with a place of hope is a, a lot of time invested. A lot of people who have walked through the doors and have then learned to deal with their life, to live a good life, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I so appreciate you saying that. That's right. And you continue to do the work. You're writing. We have this new book, Triumph Over Trauma, that is particularly significant for this time. Again, we encourage people to take a look at the website, get the information there, and and really do some uh, self-help and guidance, uh, but also knowing to seek professional help as you need it. That's right. Right? Well, you are definitely a blessing in our lives. Thank you so greatly for the work that you do, and I so appreciate your taking time with us today. Oh, you're welcome. Good to be with you today. And I want to say there is hope.